0: Well, at this point, it seems like the next step for the National Football League in handling everything that has transpired with the Washington Commanders and July 20th, the day marked on the calendar for many a Commander fan uh, about a week away, uh, is maybe promoting everything in some kind of TV docuseries now given that our next guest is with ESPN.com and uh, obviously they've got Hulu and Disney Plus under the umbrella perhaps it's going to be on Hulu where you might be able to find the next documentary of the salacious rise and demise of John Gruden Dan Snyder, the NFL's involvement. Heck, who knew? But Rock Nation Sports being involved in it as well, with Jay Z's parent company apparently being embroiled in the latest piece from Seth Wickersham and Don Van Natta Jr. And Seth Wickersham, grateful for his time as he is once again back with us here in the fast lane. Seth, a pleasure to speak with you. Uh, how close are you to landing the big documentary project? Multi-season, in fact from what you've done with all your investigative reporting
1: there's a long way off it was it was it was hard enough to land you know this particular story so i don't i don't think there's any Anything plans beyond it, as far as I know, definitely nothing I'm involved in. But a, thank you.
0: Yeah, well, sure. I mean, it's fascinating. I was reading the article this Wednesday when it came out, and it just was fascinating to see the interconnected web of everything. It reminds me of that show. I think it was an sea- show too. So please forgive me for uh, you know potentially slandering uh, your other. Disney property, but Revenge was this show. And it started off great and then it got kind of ridiculous and overblown. And you're like, how in the world can this happen? Now, obviously the NFL's more reality-based than that, but give us some background, if you would, into your work and Seth Wicker, or your colleague, Seth, Don Van Nata Jr. Um, is this just building upon all the other investigative pieces that you've done and gathering the latest info? Is this stuff that has come out for years or has been part of your background in prior cases? How have you guys been able to tie this together and what's basically the latest saga involving Jay Gruden and the, or John Gruden and the Raiders and then obviously his brother Jay's former employer, the Washington Commanders?
1: Um, you know, each story is its own thing, and I think that, like, you know, there's part of it where you're building on things. I think that, you know, when you and I spoke last, it was October, when Don and I, along with Tisha Thompson, did our big story about Dan Snyder and talking about, you know, the dirt that he had collected that could blow up the league and the, the sort of threats that he was making. And um, we've both done stories uh, since then Um you know and i think that the goal with this story was to try to show readers you know how wh- how and why Dan Snyder is selling the team after swearing that he never would and uh, you know our reporting um led us down a lot of interesting paths but you know the main one was that um you know if these emails had not gotten out in october of 21 um the likelihood is that he would still have his team and uh we kind of worked backwards from there.
0: What irony, if any, is there to the fact that, no, Dan Snyder and his camp may have been involved in leaking some of these emails, according to, uh, if I'm reading your article at ESPN.com correctly, and yet that is part of what uh, contributed to uh, maybe the last-ditch efforts uh, and the things that finally broke the camel's back, so to speak.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting because, you know, we obviously spend a lot of time talking about the leaked emails, although we make clear that, you know, we don't know who leaked them, but um, we do, you know, narrow some of the suspects and and identify some of the people who, um, you know, whose sources tell us, you know, we're were involved. And, um, you know, it's, there's a direct line. Um, No matter how those emails were leaked, there's a direct line between those emails trickling out in October of 21 to the sale of the Washington commanders to, you know, for six point. 5 billion to the Josh Harris group because within a day within days of the leaks um, a congressional committee launched a, launched a wide-ranging investigation of the commanders in the NFL it forced Dan Snyder and Roger Goodell to testify under oath and that congressional inquiry would lead to a criminal investigation that alleged financial misconduct by him and the team and as the pressure mounted he he bragged to associates that you know again like we had reported on that he had collected all this dirt that could blow up the league and from that point they all but forced him to sell his beloved franchise and so um again it's like trying to show readers the cause and effect of those emails being leaked was the goal of the the story
0: seth wickersham is the twitter account he's with espn.com and seth wickersham joining us here in the Fast Lane discussing his latest investigative piece that he and colleague Don Van Nata Jr. did on John Gruden and the emails that got him ousted as the Las Vegas Raiders head coach and subsequently contributed to uh, the downfall of Dan Snyder as the Washington Commander's soon-to-be former owner, assuming everything goes through over the next week or so when uh, it's expected to be voted on by the league. Um, In your work for this, um, how much did you note that at some point, it became apparent for both John Gruden and Dan Snyder that these leaks were going to be the ultimate death knell, so to speak, in their place in the NFL pantheon. Uh,
1: I don't think it was apparent for the longest time for them. Um, I, I don't think that it was obvious. You know, it was different for all of them. Obviously, when the when Gruden had his emails leaked, they were from you know ten years earlier when he was actually an employee at ESPN. Um, I think he thought at first he was going to survive this. And then as more kept getting out and the pressure built, Mark Davis had no choice but to kind of move on and, and force a resignation. Um, and, you know, the Raiders, in a lot of ways, I think that we report this in the story, they kind of felt like they were collateral damage between the NFL, Dan Snyder, and, and the way that this stuff was shaking out. And, um you know, for Dan Snyder, I think that he you know our reporting shows that they thought getting some of the emails out was a way to ingratiate himself with Roger Goodell and um so I don't think that um you know from the Dan Snyder point of view, I don't think that they ever thought that this was gonna be something that you know was the beginning of the end.
0: It's amazing the work you guys have put in, so congratulations to. Your colleague, Don Van Jr., and to you as well, Seth, as Seth Wickersham of ESPN is with us in the fast lane. What have you noticed in your many years of investigative journalism for ESPN.com and pinning some of the New York Times best selling works that you've done as well? What have you noticed about. The fact that, you know, I I often try to live by this credo if you're going to do something that's not necessarily advised. uh, The theory, the four words, this won't end well. And maybe there's five if you count won't as a uh, conjunction, if you will. But the point of the matter being, this won't end well. Is that something that is elusive and maybe by necessity to coaches and owners just given the pressure and, yeah, let's call it what it is, ego that's necessary to navigate those shark-infested waters?
1: Um, I, I don't know. It's a good, you know, it's a big sort of um, big idea type of um, thematic conversation that I haven't put a whole lot of thought to. You. I mean, I think that like, you know, each story is its own thing, and you know, whether Don and I, uh, the work we've done together, the work we've done independently, you know, they whether it's the relocation efforts or showing how Spygate was connected or DeflateGate was connected to Spygate or um reporting about the anthems when the anthem protest when then President Trump was coming after the league. You no, know, it's all each of these are their own beast and their own animal. And like collectively what they um what they show beyond the fact that the NFL just has almost unparalleled power in America um to both force issues and to overcome issues. Um I, I don't know what it says beyond that, but um you know, the, the Dan Snyder saga kind of coming to an end now. Um, looks like owners are going to improve the sale on July 20th. Um, it's a big chapter. You know, I think there was people who a year ago never thought that Dan Snyder would um, end up, you know, not owning that team. And they didn't think he'd ever get voted out. And um, the fact that owners have kind of forced his hand and he's read the writing on the wall, even though it's been a long and, um drawn-out process to sell to the Josh Harris group, um, it's a big moment. It's a big moment for the league. One of the
0: most fascinating parts to your article, and certainly one that will interest our listeners across the Virginia Talk Radio Network is, and it's part of your piece at ESPN.com, dictating his punishment. How in the world did a guy like Dan Snyder have that much influence and authority to – dictate his punishment in the early going and then all of a sudden that vanished real quickly
1: well that's it's a great question and it's because first of all owners are always you know discipline with owners is always different than it is with coaches and players In roger goodell's nfl um he works for the owners but when they were investigating dan snyder uh when beth wilkinson was investigating him In 2021, for workplace, um, toxic workplace issues, Snyder and the league agreed to this deal called a common interest agreement, which meant that they had to both approve any information that was passed on to the investigator and could be made public. And so it essentially gave um, Dan Snyder veto power over anything. And I think that, like, he used that to the nth degree he used it so much to his advantage um in this process and you know we report on this powerpoint presentation that his lawyers gave the league which is supposed to be a defense against out workplace harassment issues um cultural issues and instead became a series of slides that had emails and text messages from league officials and it was just obvious that snyder was saying like if you decide to come after me, you know, these are going to get leaked. And it was a brass-knuckled, ruthless process that even some of his lawyers were uncomfortable with. But it was arguably successful, and his lawyers ended up bragging later at how light the punishment was for him.
0: Where did it change then? Was it the emails from John Gruden that you and uh, your colleague Don Van Jr. uncovered? Uh, or was there, uh, were there other elements that prompted a real flip from dan snyder being able to dictate his punishment to all of a sudden you're out and that's the end of it
1: well i think it's the sequence of events like i mentioned earlier the congressional investigation the um financial improprieties investigation um backed into a corner the way that he behaved and then finally you know jim murphy coming out and and um saying that the league had to give serious consideration to moving on from Dan Snyder. He, he announced the sale of the team two weeks after that. So I think those are the series of events that led to it.
0: As far as the other parts to this, the Raiders feel like, once again, they are on the short end of the NFL's stick, uh, and they pointed to other examples. One of those elements is the fact that you know, the John Gruden emails, there were you know, the racist commentary that was, uncovered in that and it came at a time where the nfl was enlisting jay-z's rock nation sports uh and they still do by the way to help put on the super bowl and obviously help uh the nfl with their image in lieu of what happened with colin kaepernick and uh not being signed after his uh his protests and eventual being phased out of the nfl um how much does that tie into the fact that you know at the end of the day the nfl operates as a big business and in essence when you do there's collateral damage
1: yeah, you know, and it's it's not always as strategic, right, um, as, as one may think. But, um, yeah, again, you know, the Wall Street Journal story had come out with the first Gruden email. Roger Goodell and his general counsel, Jeff Pasch, get on the phone with Mark Davis, and they're kind of pressuring him to do something with, with John Gruden. And, and Davis was trying to slow this down and think for himself and try to – take his time and square the emails that were coming out with the guy that he had known for 25 years and obviously invested a lot in. And, um, you know, he felt that something was up and it seemed suspicious to him and, um, you know, that he was collateral damage in in a bigger war. And when that call ended, um, he later, you know, said to John Gruden, F the NFL and F Dan Snyder.
0: And amazingly, in in lieu of all that, there's also the fact that the NFL and Dan Snyder, uh, you know, obviously the NFL had their relationship with Rock Nation Sports, but the CEO of that group, Desiree Perez, who uh, who is part of that, she was one of Dan Snyder's closest confidants because of that. In the fact that you know, there is that interconnected web, has that created a fissure or fraction between Rock Nation Sports, Jay Z's group, and the NFL, or at the end of the day? as is often the case in big organizations, but particularly the NFL business is business. And that's what drives everything.
1: Well, I think rock nation has helped the NFL in a lot of ways. Um, You know, they were brought in again when they were trying to be proactive about some of the social justice protests and trying to figure out ways to, um, you know, not be reactive in that space. Um, Obviously the halftime shows have been phenomenal the past couple of years. Um, But you know, there's some operational tension with Rock Nation and the way the NFL operates and Desiree Perez, now she denies having any role in the leaks, having any conversations about them, um, but she's kind of an interesting figure. I mean, she, um, according to a letter, you know, from Dan Snyder's lawyer, she um, is a member of the Washington Commanders Board, and she's someone who has Roger Goodell's ear. And so, um, you know, there are sources, including Jeff Pass, the general counsel, who have said that um you know, they thought that it was snyder and, and Desiree Perez who were behind the leaks when they came out, although both the law firm, Snyder's law firm and Desiree Perez you know, adamantly deny that
0: in terms of the next steps, we know for the Washington commanders, the sale is expected to be approved by the end of July by the start of training camp to uh, Harris Blitzer Sports and Entertainment, Josh Harris's organization and group. Does this go away the stench at least of Dan Snyder on the league once the sale is complete as if it ever really impacted the NFL because nothing seems to have derailed their ultimate business, which is capturing attention and eyeballs and that's been as high as ever
1: it has been as high as ever, and it continues to be and so I think that um you know it's just a page that they're looking forward to turning you know and it's in a lot of ways. I guess that a lot of executives and owners, you know, think it's a minor miracle that they were able to get here with Dan Snyder, who again was so steadfast that he was never going to sell that team, but here we are.
0: Seth Wickersham from espn.com, he and Don Van Atta, Jr have their latest investigative piece up on Dan Snyder, the NFL, the Raiders, and Rock Nation sports. We've covered three of those four angles, and we'll wrap up with the final one, and that is the Raiders themselves, a franchise that seems to always feel like they're on the short end of the stick with the NFL and an aggrieved attitude towards it. Is that reasonable as an assumption, or is there an obvious brushback in the fact that the Packers, the Steelers, the Cowboys, you could argue – Teams like New York, maybe Philadelphia, and Kansas City, and New England more recently. But you would think they're one of the more premier brands with the NFL that would get preferential treatment as opposed to be on the other side of it.
1: Well, whether it's real or not, it doesn't actually matter. It just exists. And, (laughs) you know, that Raiders paranoia goes back a long way, and it has continued, and it continues to this day. And, you know, again, we've used that phrase, collateral damage. I mean, they um the Raiders you know were off to a great start to their season bringing Gruden back was starting to pay off for them and uh um you know then these things hit and even though they made the playoffs in 21 you know they're 13 and 18 since the emails leaked and they're on a new coaching staff trying to find a new franchise quarterback and kind of starting over as an organization and um it's it's, it's tough but that's It's kind of the the way that things are cast for them right now, and so if they feel persecuted against or have a a sense of paranoia, um, again, it doesn't really matter whether it's real or not or justified or not, it exists.
0: Much like the investigative work that exists in very real and high-quality form at ESPN.com from Don Van Nata Jr. and his colleague Seth Wickersham, who has been gracious enough to share some perspective with us today in the fast lane. Seth, thank you again for carving some time out in the midst of your very busy schedule. Hopefully you're able to breathe a little bit now that uh, this latest piece is in the rear view.
1: Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. Our
0: pleasure. Seth Wickersham with us here in the fast lane from ESPN.com and just a salacious and compelling story to say the least. Uh, hear the full interview if you missed it. Fast Lane, Ned Lane, where you listen to podcasts. Trey of ET is his Twitter handle. You know mine, Fast Lane, Ned Lane. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're back tomorrow afternoon, 5 to 6.